Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Uncharted The Lost Legacy, the standalone follow-up to Uncharted 4 where you play as Chloe Frazier instead of Nathan Drake and team up with Nadine Ross for some good old-fashioned adventuring. It's a shorter experience than a numbered Uncharted game, but that doesn't make it any less of an experience. In fact, I might go so far as to say it's my favorite Uncharted game. Not to tease what you're about to hear, but did is my favorite Uncharted game. However, multiple factors went into why that is. Uncharted The Lost Legacy originally came out on August 22nd, 2017 for PS4N. That's it. So, I have a somewhat weird relationship with Uncharted. Weird in the sense that I don't actually like the games anywhere near as much as most people. I think they all have a lot going for them, but the core gameplay is something I've never enjoyed. A statement that holds true for every Naughty Dog game post Jack and Daxter, though who knows how I'd feel if I went back to the Jack games today, something I plan on doing in the hopefully not too distant future, but I also didn't do myself any favors by playing through the four main games on crushing difficulty because, as much as I hate the way Uncharted feels, I hate myself even more, which shouldn't come as a surprise. All that said, I still enjoyed my time with the Uncharted games because despite my issues with the way they feel, there's no denying that the production value and quality of every game is anything short of amazing. Naughty Dog crafts fantastic experiences providing some of the best visuals in the industry if not the best, along with great stories filled with great characters and incredible set pieces that are exciting to both behold and take part in. Uncharted The Lost Legacy continues that trend, but one key difference made the game a significantly more enjoyable experience for me. After starting the game on crushing difficulty and playing for an hour or so, I said to myself, why am I doing this? And I quickly dropped the difficulty down to the easiest level and decided to just enjoy Lost Legacy for what it is, a fun amusement park ride, and enjoy myself I did. Lost Legacy is a great game with some amazing moments and my favorite story in all of the Uncharted games. I was always a fan of Chloe's and getting to know Nadine better was a joy as she grew on both me and Chloe over the course of the six or so hour experience that is Lost Legacy. I loved watching these two characters bicker and squabble but I loved it even more when they started becoming friends and especially when they started kicking ass together. Unlike in other Uncharted games where they were the side attractions, they actually feel like real people with real emotions and real lives. You'll also meet a familiar face along the way but I'll keep that a surprise unless you're watching the video, in which case, beware because there's a good chance that surprise may be ruined, but you should know by now that Attack the Backlog has never been a series to be precious about spoiling stuff. I try not to spoil things I think are especially special, like a certain maze in my favorite game of 2019, but for the most part, if I don't think knowing something takes away from the experience, I won't shy away from spoilers, and in the case of this surprise character, I wouldn't say knowing of their presence is much of a spoiler. Hell, it may even be in the marketing for all I know, and if it's not already obvious, I don't know. Speaking of not knowing, I didn't know anything about the story or what happened in Lost Legacy prior to playing the game. All I knew was that it was a shorter game and starred Chloe and Nadine instead of Nate and Sully. I wasn't sure I was going to like being teamed up with Nadine because I didn't remember much about her other than her constantly showing up in Uncharted 4 to beat the shit out of the Drake brothers, but as I've already mentioned, she became a wonderful surprise and I think she and Chloe made a fantastic team. A team I'd love to see reunited 
invested in another game, if not their own trilogy plus of games. Sure, I could get tired of them after another game or two, but right now I can't get enough of them. So much so that I'd say Chloe is now my favorite character in the series and Nadine is not far behind. Elena is right up there with them and sandwiched between the two, but she's never had her moment in the spotlight and sadly, I feel like she never will. Now, I won't go into all the details of the story because experiencing that for yourself is so much of what makes an Uncharted or just a Naughty Dog game enjoyable, but, and I may very well be forgetting a lot of the intricities of the numbered Uncharted games, but the entire time I was playing Lost Legacy, I kept thinking, everything happening makes sense. Chloe and Nadine's motivations for what they were doing and why they were doing it made sense. I never once thought, why are we here? Or what is the point of all this? At one moment, I was scared the game was going down the mystical route after hearing a loud noise, but what happened next was such a wonderful 180 on my expectations that I wouldn't dare ruin that moment for you. By the end of the game, it's more than a story about finding treasure or saving this person or that person. It's something bigger than that, and I wish more of the Uncharted games left me feeling good about my actions in the end instead of feeling whatever about them. Speaking of the end, Holy crap does Lost Legacy end in one hell of a bombastic fashion. Every Uncharted game has its set pieces and Lost Legacy's finale is the best of the bunch as it finds you chasing down a train to get some cargo jumping from car to car along the way with shootouts and explosions galore. It was a very fast and furious set piece and a very fast and the furious set piece. That entire sequence was always thrilling and exciting even despite the fact that driving doesn't feel that great control-wise. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time and couldn't wait to see what happened next. It's not that it's leagues above other Uncharted set pieces, but that the reason you're going through all of it is something important and worth fighting for. You may kill a bunch of people in Lost Legacy like in any other Uncharted game, and sure, it's ridiculous, but at least by the end, I felt like I was doing it all for more than just my own self-interest, and that made it significantly more satisfying. And the thing is, I can't help wondering what my experience would have been like had I played the game on crushing like I originally planned to, and I also can't help wondering what my experience would be like if I replayed the numbered games in the same way I played through Lost Legacy. Would I like them more? Absolutely. But would I like them more than Lost Legacy? That is something I won't be able to answer for a long time, possibly never, but if I had to make an educated guess, I still think I'd put Lost Legacy on top because I found the smaller nature of the experience as a whole to be nice and when all was said and done, I enjoyed my time with Chloe and Nadine more than I ever did with Nate and Sully. Don't get me wrong, Nate and Sully are good, but I just didn't connect with them the same way I connected with Chloe and Nadine. If they could just add Elena to the bunch, we could have a pretty sweet Charlie's Angels game. Now, before I wrap this whole thing up, I should probably talk a little about the game itself. So the first half of the game throws you into a beautiful and relatively small open space where you have to reach a few specific places in order to open up the way to the second half of the game, which is much more linear in nature. You are free to explore while in said open space and can make that part of the game as long as you would like, but once you leave that space, the game starts pushing you forward on a regular basis and much of that earlier freedom disappears. Not that that's a bad thing. As to be expected, you'll do your fair share of climbing, which is fine but linear like always outside of ice 
isolated gunfights and you'll have to solve a puzzle or two along the way. There weren't many puzzles to be found, but I enjoyed what puzzles were there, especially a puzzle involving statues and their shadows, and one where you have to jump across platforms in a specific order to avoid getting hit by a giant axe. The shooting, which I've never enjoyed in a Naughty Dog game, is saved thanks to the lock-on option which first showed up in Uncharted 4 and is found in the accessibility options and if you want to go the stealthy route, that is also an option and the better option for higher difficulties. Also, how many times can I say option before you're like, why are they saying options so damn much? But again, Uncharted games are amusement park rides, so why not just play them on easy, turn on lock on, and amuse yourself as you destroy the enemy with any and every weapon you find. At one point, I had a grenade launcher and just went crazy with it because I could. You also have a grappling hook you can use to navigate gunfights more freely, but I never found myself using it much outside of the times it's required for platforming. Lost Legacy may not be the best feeling shooter out there, far from it, and other aspects of the gameplay, the driving in particular, may not be great if held up on their own, not to say any part of the game is bad, but the sum of its parts do the job to make Lost Legacy a fun and memorable game, one worth experience whether you're a fan of the series or not. It's a great game with great characters, a great story, and more than a few great moments. I can't recommend it highly enough. Anyway, that will do it for this year episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Mark Krishnaz. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and on Amazingly Baka, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out the video version of this show over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Please like, subscribe, hit that bell, do all that jazz if you haven't already. And if you don't want to do that, you know what? That's fine too. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go back to the site pixelatedsaucers.com and check it out there. And if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I got it. Private collector. Huh? Just hear me out for a second. I, I, I understand taking the moral high ground, and that's great. It really is. I am completely on board for that. But if we could just... Don't ruin the moment. <laughs>